Hello, ladies. You are listening to the Saludable Latina podcast with Lilia Gomez Ash. The Saludable Latina podcast started with the intention to raise awareness about women's health topics. But then I quickly realized that the wellness journey is full of transitions. So I expanded my mission to include spirituality, intuitive-led, and lifestyle wellness-focused topics. I am more focused to bring authentic conversations and stories relating for our insight for growth in our own wellness journey. The Saludable Latina community is a group of purposeful women who are smart, passionate, and have a dynamic, diverse point of view and insights that will help many women find growth in the wellness space. And I hope that you are able to learn something from their own personal stories or health advice tips or conversations that we have from woman to woman. So before we get started with episode numero 51, we're going to get to know a little bit about who Marissa is. She is the founder of the Real Woman Sisterhood Circles that she actually created through her own personal pain and grievance after her husband's loss. When she found and created a small supportive group for herself, she decided to open up the platform to the community and welcome new speakers every month on different topics and creating a safe place for women to gather and be expressive and support one another. So, if you're wanting to know more about Marisa, let's listen to the next episode. Are you guys ready? Well then, let's go. All right, ladies, welcome back to another episode with Saludable Latina. I have an amazing guest that I met at an actual circle. I have the lovely Marisa Cedillo, the founder of Real Woman Sisterhood Circles. How are you doing today, Marisa? I'm doing great. Nice being here. Yes. Yeah, thank you so much for making the time because I know you're just getting off work like I am because you know we're hustling day in and day out. Yes. How was your day at work? It was good. It was a little busy, but it was good. A good. A good productive Monday to get one day out of the week. Yeah, right? Yes. Okay. Not like last week, we were very, very busy. Ah. Are you getting close to the holidays already? Were people already sending packages? Yes. Isn't it too yes. soon, though? It is too soon, but I work for the heavy freight department, so oh, yeah. it's kind of like Panasonic and the big companies, oh, so they okay. have to get prepared. Oh, okay, so you got all those hookups with the Panasonic yeah. and all that. So Marissa, can you let the audience know a little bit about you, where you're from, um, and what do you do, and why you actually wanted to start uh, Real Woman? Okay, so I was born in San Diego, raised in National City, and I still live there, haven't moved. Hey, hey. <laughs> yes, um, and the way that uh, Real Woman was birthed was in 2013. Mm-hmm. So it was after, I think it was a year that my husband had passed and I was going through the depressions, through the withdrawals, through the grieving and all the stages and different, you know, stages, that not like the one, two, three, uh-huh. I was just all over the place. So I said, why not open up a group, you know, with my friends and we come and we, you know, talk about topics, we heal together. And now I think about it that the girls that were coming, they didn't even know that they were helping me. You know, they thought I was the host and I, you know, I created things, but no, they were helping me. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. so beautiful that you created something out of something that you went through. So when you lost your husband, what was some of the emotions that you felt when you said you were all over the place? Because obviously when you read about grievance, there's like stage one, two, three, and Mm -hmm. four. It's like a linear, um, but I'm not a believer of that. I think you can be all over the place too. How were some of your emotions and how did you handle um, the grievance after losing your partner? Yeah, 
So it, it was a little strange because, first of all, I think I got mad at God because, you know, me and him were in church. And so mm -hmm. I think my faith was kind of shooken. Oh, yeah. Kind of like, okay, you know, I got married. Was this supposed to happen to me? Like, now what am I going to do? So I think also I paused my grief, though. Mm -hmm. As you know, I was going through the anger, through the emotion. I paused my grief because of my kids. So I became that strong mom, like, you know, I got this. So my grievance didn't take place at that time. So I, you know, I wanted my kids to see that strong mom, you know, that um, hustle mom, you know. So I kind of paused it for them. Was it also too because you had to take care of the arrangements too? Like when it came, because I know, like, I personally been through a couple losses mm -hmm. and like you said you don't really have time to grieve until everything is taken care of or you have to handle things like your mom and you, and you needed to make sure that your children were going to be okay yes. um did you feel like you didn't really have that time to grieve because you had to take care of a lot of things during that yes. time yes the first year it was just taking care of you know my house and, and everything else you know um so i think that's why um i also think because you know, I love my parents, you know, I, I love the foundation, but my dad has always been like that Mexican, no, 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 you you know, you could do this, and so I always remember my dad, like, so in a way, it was kind of like, you know, I got this, you know, and I'm okay, I mean, I would break down, but I wanted to show my kids, actually, it was a fake, you know, because it, it was, I wasn't being my real self, yeah, so I think it came from my, you know, my foundation, like, no, no, then, like, get up, you know, you uh -huh. do what you gotta do, and, you know, don't stop there. Yeah, no, I completely understand you. It's kind of like when you're saying, vida guerrera. Exactly. Aquí no hay para llorar. Mm -hmm. You have to move forward, life goes on, right? But inside, you were grieving, and you were trying to handle things all at the same time. So what was one of the first steps that you actually did for your well-being as you started to see, like, this grievance was going to take time? Yes. Well, I actually, um, like I said, I started the group because I think the circle that I was at um, in my church, mm -hmm. I, I didn't feel the support. Mm. So um, that's how I started, you know, like looking what to do to, to help me. So it was opening, you know, before it was real woman, real talk, real problems. Girl, don't lie, because you know that's true. Real talk, real problems. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. So I shortened it out. But um, so I think that was my way of kind of like, you know, healing myself at that time. Because mm -hmm. I did go through a, through a journey after that. Because yeah. like I said, it was in 2013. But then um, there was a point in 2016 where I had to stop real woman and take care of my well-being. Because that's when my depression came stronger. My anxiety came, like my body was telling me, hey Marisa, there's something wrong yeah. with you. I started getting panicky, I started, you know, things that I never felt. Um, can you describe some of those feelings? Um, like, describe one day when you were feeling those panic attacks. What would it feel like physically on your in your body? Right, I mean, I could be at work and I would just feel like my heart pounding fast. Kind of like when you have caffeine. Oh, <laughs> or a Red Bull. I care, Red Bull. <laughs> and it would feel, and then like, fear would come up like just things you know that I would make up like in my head like are my kids gonna be okay is my son gonna be okay because that was another thing um that I forgot to mention that my son the little one 
he really took it really bad. He oh. wasn't depressed. I had to do counseling. So I was kind of like his motivator. So I think, you know, things that I would see in him, like he was too quiet. So I could be at work. My heart started racing and I would get panic attacks. And I was like, what is this? At first I was like, am I having a heart attack? Uh -huh. I want to run like my body, like, you know, my blood. It just, it's, it's an ugly feeling. It's almost kind of like a caliente escalofrio kind of yeah. kind of like that like yes. it's just a flush of like a flush of heat and then all of a sudden like cold right it's kind of like I, I even said oh my god this is what a drug user feels <laughs> like you want to run you know from your body like it was so strange to me yeah. first it was scary and the depression started coming stronger and stronger where there was days i mean i was like a functioning depressed person going to work doing what i had to do because i couldn't stop working yeah but the the depression was there the loneliness you know oh but, and then the anger came back oh my gosh i i can so relate as to how you're describing mm -hmm. that um loneliness and then the emotion and anger um how did you deal with those feelings like what was your first initiative when you say you had to take a step back in 2016 from the Real Woman group, what was your first initiative to taking care of your health? So I reached out to my doctor um, and I said, you know what, there's a problem. There's a problem with how I'm feeling. So she was asking me questions um, and she said to me, well, Marissa, looks like you have a lot of depression and anxiety. How about we start you with medicine with antidepressants? And again, the culture thing, you know, uh -huh. I can't drink medication, oh my God, no. Uh -huh. And she said, no, because you're not well. The way you're describing yourself, she said, I'm not saying you're suicidal, but you're not well and you're not gonna function and some, you know, something could happen. She said, so how about we start with antidepressants and let's go to therapy, let's, let's look for therapy. So um, I did look for a therapist and um, Oh my God, it's like a little box of Pandora because after, you know, I went to therapy, I mean, a lot of things started opening. Now, not just about the grieving, yeah. childhood things. Yeah, and you know what? We carry so much. Now, let me ask this. Do you have traditional parents? Yes, I do. Okay. Very. Because you mentioned something that your dad was saying, aquí no señora, you'll, you'll move. And I think he was cheering you on. Yes. he wanted to see yeah. you move forward, mm -hmm. valiente, fuerte, es mi hija, yo la quiero, ¿verdad? Right. But at the same time, their era and your era is like this complete difference, right? So you were describing when you were in counseling, it was like you opened up a Pandora box yes. um, because you noticed it was more than grievance and now it was your childhood. Yes. Can you describe a little bit about that? Yes, yes. Um, so like I said, when I went, it was more, oh, you know, I'm grieving, this is what's going on. But as I went through the therapy, through the days, um, we started finding out the rejection that I had, the fears that I had. Um, I grew up in an alcoholic, you know, background with my father. Um, and also I went through sexually abuse with somebody from the family. So that there was a root to that. So a lot of the things that I was doing as an adult, it was not just my grieving I was going through, but it was the, you know, the sexual molestation, the, the things that you go through as an adult. So when, that, when she said that, I was like, oh my God, so true. So I started working on that on my, um, and being open because it was like, nobody knew. Um, even when I stopped the 2016, I never told the girls, oh, you know, I'm going to stop because I'm going through depression. Like, nobody knew. Like, 
even my managers at work said, I never knew you were depressed. You look so good. But I always masked it. You know, it was yeah. like putting a mask and just faking it. Yeah. Like, fake it till you make it. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, so many people do that. I mean, I had my comeback at work. I had a mask too, being at work because mm -hmm. unfortunately we're not given enough time yes to heal and grieve and then you have to get back into reality as mm -hmm. quickly as possible and a lot of times like you said it's functional depression like yes. we're getting through the day hey marissa how's it going really good really good yeah. and then at the end of the day when you get home it's when that unveiling happens when we're alone yes. right so as you were discovering like this of not only grievance but your childhood as well mm -hmm. what was some of the first steps with your therapist into being able to manifest the healing phases for you yeah well for, first of all it was loving myself because i started um noticing how i how i grew up and hating my body um also having you know the problems with the eating and everything it all related to that like I'm always trying to protect myself you know so uh -huh. you eat and you do different things but um the first thing she said was Marissa you have to love yourself like you have to write a letter to yourself and just say what you love about yourself or look in the mirror we had exercise that was hard for me at first like it was very hard to love myself um and understanding that it wasn't my fault Mm -hmm. you know um, and forgiving and I think I did forgive that person a long time ago I just didn't do the steps or or really talk about it it was kind of like you know silence like no digas nada don't say nothing so it, it, it did affect me as an adult yes so you were able to open up with your therapist more than with any friend or family oh, member yes. when this came to surface? Yes. Okay. Yes. And thank you so much for being open because yes. as a real woman, mm -hmm. these discussions are to be able to let our audience and listeners know que no son solas. Right. You know, you're not alone in this process because we're all going through something. Maybe like here I am sitting with you mm -hmm. in different perspectives, but I can relate. I can right. feel that pain, I can feel that loneliness, I can feel that emotion mm -hmm. because as a woman we're here being so open with one another and I appreciate you mm -hmm. as, as a sister. I'm going to cry here. Know, <laughs> and I know, just the is. support, the support because we need each other and that's when I kind of said, you know what, this is has to be open to the community, like women that are going through pain and silence, you know, and am I 30 something, I'm going to be 39 hey. on Wednesday. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, happy early birthday. Thank you. Um, so I was even thinking it's okay to start even if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, but get that help because I think mm. it's so important. And something that my therapist told me, she said, you don't have to be strong for your kids. They could see that weakness side, you know? So something that was so beautiful was, it's been my daughter. She's such a blessing in my life. So, um, you know, as I started, you know, opening up with her, She's also, she was also very supportive of mom get therapy and I was so afraid to tell her I was taking antidepressants mm -hmm. because like I said it's a culture thing like yeah. it's a shameful thing no so when I told her I said hey Jocelyn this is what's going on she says okay mom I want you to be well I want you to be good you know so um your daughter sounds amazing yeah she is <laughs> <laughs> she is she's like my little angel so yes um so it, it's been a it's been a journey and I'm still healing, you know, I'm still healing. I mean, I think healing never ends because something is always gonna happen 
where you're gonna come back but I just think that's what makes it beautiful not at the time like when we're going through the problem but as we're you know like you said you manifested Saludable Latina why through pain I manifest a real woman through pain because if I would have been good you know the husband everything the car the you know the house then I would have nothing to share that's so true, mm -hmm. you know, and thank you for being so expressive about that. Sometimes our hearts are poured into the projects because we know what it is to walk in those shoes. Yes. And I thank you for creating a service in La Comunidad, in mm -hmm. National City, and San Diego to provide a circle of support for women from a variety of backgrounds, a variety mm -hmm. of experiences, and coming together cohesively to support one another. So. Do you still see the therapist currently right now in your healing phases still? I haven't seen her. Um, we kind of like left it off, but you know, I still check in. Um, actually, I'll, I'll be checking in next week because um, I hadn't been there for a long time because of work. Uh -huh. She's like, I want to see where you're at. So that's good. I think yeah. that's important. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Definitely, mm -hmm. you know, like obviously life happens. It's like I told Las Mujeres. La vida siempre va a pasar, siempre va a haber uh, an interruption somewhere. Yes. But always remember to make that follow-up appointment to see where you are at. You right. know, because, you know, through all this healing phase, you started Real Woman. Mm -hmm. What did it mean to you to have this group start? I know you said you wanted, like, support, but where it is now, what does it mean to you seeing this group grow mm -hmm. every time you host an event? You know what, it, that's like my baby, It's it feels my heart. I think every every event, and every event is different. Uh -huh. It's a different type of group, you know? Um, but it's kind of like my heart gets so full when I know that somebody that's going through something, and sometimes they don't have to say that they feel supported, and I always make sure I say this is a safe place, you know? Um, so you're here, and it's, if they want to share, and if they don't, so... To me, I'm very grateful. I'm very, very grateful for the group, um, what I'm doing, and my other projects that I have in mind. I want to do other projects, like coming 2020, um, not just for the women, but for the younger generation. Yes, absolutely, because mm -hmm. now that you actually got to reflect a little bit about your grievance and also seeing where the root came from with your childhood, right is knowing that we are making the platform available for young people mm -hmm. um, to be able to have those healing spaces and those platforms to say, hey, it's okay to talk about it. We shouldn't be calladitas anymore, right? Because, right. I mean, I grew up with an old school mother. It was like, shh, no digas nada, you know? No la vecina, la tía, la prima, sabiendo que yari, yari, yara. And I was always, like, self-conscious about that. And I remember when I went through my personal journey, just like you, mm -hmm. I told my mom, no this can't be like this right. we need to be able to voice out and talk about our stories because look where you are now you created this empowerful group of real women mm -hmm. and having that group manifest that group where do you have your workshops and events does it vary per location it does it, does. it depends on the venue um so right now we're in Mission Valley, but sometimes it's in different places here, Logan. So we're in different places. Every event is different. Well, I'm just, yeah, I'm just going with the flow, you know, because yeah, and you're still healing, so you have to be mindful. Yes, yes. So it's you know, I love that we're creators, but let's always be mindful about our wellness. Yes. We cannot put our wellness at the back 
of the trunk or yeah. at the end of the line because you have to be well in order for you to continue growing and manifesting what you want to see grow, right? Yes, yeah. and and I know the signs now, like, for example, I, maybe this happens to you too, like, I could be taking a shower and then just downloads come, do this, do this, do this, you know, I'm like, okay, okay, but when I know they're not coming, it's because I need to work in myself, I need the self-love because if I don't love myself, I can't pour love into the other woman in the group, you know, so now I know the signs. Perate, calmate, you know, take care of yourself first, you know, go to the beach, go to the park, ground yourself. <laughs> Absolutamente, like exactly what you're saying because um, if you're not doing it for yourself, who else is going to do it for you? Right. Right? So yes. I'm really glad you're taking those initiatives, you know, like yes. it makes me feel all warm inside when I hear women like they're taking that initiative to take care of their wellness para poder dar más y más, you know, for other women and creating more awareness. Mm -hmm. You said that you're locally um, different in San Diego, sometimes in Mission Valley, sometimes in Barrio and in other locations. Mm -hmm. um, do you host your events almost every week, once a month? So it's once a month and it's the second Thursday of the month. Second Thursday of the month. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you have any upcoming events um, for the month of October or November? So I do have for the month of October. It's this coming up. It's on the 10th. It's Thursday. <laughs> oh, yeah. This yes, Thursday. Thursday. I'm like, sorry. really thinking like, what? It's um, yeah. a week from now. No. Yes. <laughs> no, it's actually this week. This October week. 10th. And what will you be hosting? It's um, Mission Valley or? It's going to be in Mission Valley. Okay. It's um, a ride Mission Valley. Uh, and I'm gonna have Discover Carmel. Oh my God! I just I just got done interviewing <laughs> her. Yeah, yeah. I have like all these women. I have. Mm -hmm. I want to get interviewed because I'm a big believer in. Hey, let's get you in. Yes. Let's talk about your story, but also supporting your services and what you're creating in the community. You're gonna have an amazing speaker. Um, any upcoming events for November? So November, yeah, I'm gonna do one. Um, I'm still working on that one. It's November 16th. That's gonna be a Saturday. Okay. Because our speaker's coming from the Irvine area, so. Okay. Yeah. OC area. Yes. That's where I'm from. OC area. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but I'm going to have more on my Instagram, more information. But, you know, it's going to be a little longer. It's going to be different, you know, a little bit more laid back, you know, where you can chill and, you know, but have the event and inspiring and just kind of get us, you know, how the um, holidays are coming? Like, yes. kind of prepare us to oh let go of things before the year comes. Absolutely, because the holidays come with a lot of memories, right? Yes. Yeah, I know, at least for me, December is a trigger for me. Oh, yeah, mine too. Yeah, so what, do you, what are some strategies that you do to cope during the month of December? So, every year is different. Every year is different. Um, at first, it was kind of like staying busy, but now I do live my emotions. If You know, if I'm going to have a day where I'm going to... You know, just because my husband passed away um, a day after Christmas on the 26th. Mm -hmm. So it, it's it's a hard, it's a hard um, holiday. But um, I kind of keep the tradition because that was his favorite holiday. Yeah. <laughs> so with my kids, um, there's nothing special I do. I just try to, you know, live it day by day. Like I said, every year is different. Mm -hmm. um, I know there's a say, what do they say um, in Spanish? forgot how it goes but you know like you know like you know uh, it gets easier uh -huh. I for me it was backwards like it got harder yeah but um I just had to go through the emotions and just around with myself with women you know like our family that really lift you up yeah. you know so I'm going to the low vibration like being around people that are gonna be um, pouring into your heart yeah so that's something you know that I like that I I'm careful with my space around that time. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I think you also have to be very selective too. Yes. Big believer in being like 
Unfortunately, we do have to be selective with you know, the people that we want, especially when we're going through months of grievance or yes. energies, right? Exactly. You know, those energies are also part of your well-being. Have you read any good books that helped you cope with grieving, depression, anxiety, or motivation that um, keeps you going for the real woman sisterhood? Well, right now, for grieving, I didn't, I went through a workshop not too long okay. ago. Okay, what type of workshop? It was, actually, it was a, I think it was eight weeks. The name of it, but, but it was um it was a video and you know we had a book and we did like you know um, exercise and you mm -hmm. know healing the inside so I did that that really helped me the book that I'm reading right now that I actually have in my car right now is um by Lewis Hay mm -hmm. you could heal your life oh yes I've heard of it yeah, it's mm -hmm. really good so I'm reading that one I'm starting to read it again any favorite pages or paragraphs that you can think of from that book that kind of helped you keep reading? Is it one of those books where you just don't want to put down or do you enjoy it because you take your 10 minute breaks, your lunch, and you're picking up the book as you go? Yeah, and because it, it has affirmations and it's about loving yourself and it always says, I think she um, says an affirmation, I love and I accept myself. So you say that through the whole day and it kind of like does something to you, you know, to your heart. So sometimes when I'm having a rough day, like, you know, not liking myself or I'm being too hard on myself, mm -hmm. you know, I say I love and I accept myself. Marisa, I love you, you know, kind of affirming. So she has a lot of affirmations. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And um, she talks about how she healed from cancer, you mm -hmm. know, and letting things go and by dieting and you know the holistic side so it's, it's an interesting book yeah. yeah I'm really glad you're learning a lot from the book as a matter of fact I'm going to be linking it up to the podcast yeah. along with the workshop if you find the name of the workshop just let me know and I can link it up in case anybody else is interested to know what oh, type yes, of workshop it is for sure. um, any type of tips you would let someone know who has recently lost someone what would you let them know I would let them know um, to go through the emotion not to be scared because that's something I learned. Grief, it's a scary word, but once you come and face it as a, like a friend, like somebody's coming, let it come in. You know, don't be afraid. Cry if you need to remember, but then, you know, she'll say goodbye or he was, you know, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. and, um, and just, you know, be present, be present with yourself. Um, acknowledge your emotions because that's something I didn't do, and they came back. Um, so, you know, your body will remind you, hey, we have this pending. So I just think, um, don't look at grief, because it's scary. Grief to me was like, you know, I would be alone, and I would be thinking, oh, here it goes, here it goes, and I would try to distract and do something. Mm -hmm. So my everything was like, go, 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 Marissa. So my tip is, let grief come in. Don't be afraid. You know, just welcome grief. I mean, it sounds crazy, but, don't be afraid to let that emotion, but also if you need help, do get um, a counselor or therapist if you need the extra help. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. If people wanted to find you on the social media platforms, where can they find you? So I'm on Instagram. It's uh, realwoman underscore sisterhood. That's on Instagram. And on Facebook, I do have a page too. It's realwoman. Awesome. And yes. if someone wanted to email you to email you directly, um, where can they email you? So they could email us to realwoman619 at gmail.com. Hey, 619 Diego. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. And for expressing your story. And you heard it from Marissa. Don't be 
afraid to accept grievance yes. and also emotions because you don't want to leave them pending. Thank you so much, Marissa, once again. Yes, yes. I look forward to going to the Real Women yes. Sisterhood Circle that's upcoming this October. Yes. All right, ladies, that is all for now. And if you have any further questions, too, you can try to reach me at saludablelatina at gmail.com. In case if you want to get connected with Marissa, you heard it from her own voice. IG accounts and emails. I will be linking them up to the podcast episode. Until next time, bye. Bye. <laughs>